let's head back to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU football is brought to you in part by All Pro Capital. Put your money to work with smart real estate investments. Visit allprocapital.com for more information. All Pro Capital, a proud sponsor of BYU Athletics. Through one quarter of play, it is BYU 7, Georgia Southern 3, BYU 154 yards to 60, 101 to 13 through the air, 53 to 47 on the ground. BYU 8 first downs to 4 for Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern began the game well enough, kicking a field goal. Then it was a quick BYU touchdown drive. A punt for Georgia Southern, and the Cougars now knocking on the door. Five-yard line as the Cougars go west to east, left to right here in quarter number two. Greg, 10 yards per play for BYU, 20 yards per completion, and six and a half yards per rush, 6.6. Those are pretty good averages. We'll see if they'll sustain over the game. If so, it'll be a pretty fun day for the BYU offense. BYU going left to right away from us as we see it and you hear it. Jaron Hall's in shotgun. Tyler Algier off his right hip. Trips to the right. The fake is left. The throw is right. Puka Nakua makes the catch and steps in for six. Touchdown, BYU. Puka Nakua on the right side of the field. Takes the catch just shy of the goal line. And saunters in for the score to make it 13-3 with the PAT pending. For Puka Nakua, career touchdown number seven with four of them happening for BYU. Again, Greg, it's just so incredibly hard to defend this BYU offense when they have weapons like Gunnar Romney and Pukunakua on the outside and a running back like Tyler Algier on the inside. Georgia Southern had was one-on-one -on, -one on the outside <laughs> against Pukunakua and Gunnar Romney, and one of those guys is going to win their matchup. In that case, it turned out to be Puka for the score. PAT from Oldroyd up and good. BYU 14, Georgia Southern 3. Two drives, two touchdowns for BYU. It's all you can do, just be deadly efficient. Lopini Katoa with his 25th career touchdown and Puka Nakua moments ago with his seventh. Three coming for Washington, four for BYU. Puka Nakua now has three catches, 53 yards and a score. Jaron Hall, six for eight for 106 and a touchdown. BYU 14, Georgia Southern three on another Mountain America Credit Union touchdown. Another $250 donation to the American Red Cross. More BYU football next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Hi, I'm Ned Siegfried. It's great to see the Cougars back in action. We all know that football is a team sport, and no matter how talented a single player may be, he will not be successful unless he's surrounded by a strong team. The same is true if you've been injured in an accident. Trying to go up against the insurance company's team of adjusters and attorneys on your own will not likely result in a win. At Siegfried and Jensen, we can provide the teamwork you need on your case. Contact us at SiegfriedJensen.com to learn more. Go Cougs! Listen up, Cougar fans. Now's your chance to get a $100 bonus from Mountain America Credit Union. Simply open a new MyStyle checking account and sign up for e-statements and direct deposit. It's your ticket to amazing rewards, loan discounts, and a $100 bonus. Open your MyStyle checking account at any Mountain America branch or macu.com slash BYU100. Account must remain open for at least six months or bonus will be debited at closing. Membership required based on eligibility. Some restrictions apply. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. You are listening to BYU Football on BYU Radio. Throws wide open, and it's a catch made for a first down. Are you thinking about taking a road trip? Craving an engaging story? One the whole family can enjoy? Why not journey to BYU Radio? Admire the beauty of life with constant wonder. 
laugh and play with your family with the apple seed. Slow down for something incredible with Top of Mind and learn something inspiring with Lisa and Richie on The Lisa Show. Whenever you need to get away, why not travel to BYU Radio? Let's head back to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU 14, Georgia Southern 3 in this game. Tyler Algiers passed Luke Staley for 8th place on the Cougars' career rushing chart. He's now 3 rushing yards away from 2,500 career rush yards yet to get in the end zone today, but that could be coming too. He's already got a BYU record for most consecutive games with a rushing touchdown. Jake Oldroyd backspins a kickoff to the 13-yard line. Coming near sideline is Burgess. Duran Burgess Jr. on the up-back return to the 22-yard line. Time for another BYU. Utah Pork Producers pigskin scoring summary. For every Cougar point scored this season, Smithfield Foods and your Utah Pork Producers will donate delicious, nourishing protein to the Utah Food Bank for families in need. Real pork raised by real Utah farmers for real Utah families in need. Visit porkcares.org. BYU goes on a 75-yard drive. Four plays is all. 125 off the clock. It was a short one. Jaron Hall, Hall, five yards to Puka Nakua for the score. 14-3 is the score. BYU on top. Connor Sigelski is the quarterback. Logan Wright off his right hip. Swing screen far side. Complete to Amari Jones. Jones, first down to the far side. Knocked out after a gain of 12, 13 yards. Georgia Southern moves the chains. Good timing on the screen call there for Georgia Southern. They had... great success because BYU brought a blitz up the middle and they ran a screen to the outside enabling them to pick up the first down on that for the first down yardage on the first down play setting up a first down and 10 at the Georgia Southern 40 yard line 1420 to play in quarter number two BYU 14 Georgia Southern three the Eagles scored first a field goal the Cougars their next two drives were two touchdowns a loaded backfield with fly sweep behind the formation the handoff Goes to Jalen Wright, and Wright running at left is tackled by four Cougars on the play after a gain of three. Ben Bywater, Ammon Hanneman, Isaiah Heron, Jacob Robinson. The players in on the tackle for BYU. Short gain, three from the 43, second down and seven. In talking with some Georgia Southern folks, the southeast area of Georgia, which obviously sits right on top of Florida, is a hotbed for recruiting for all levels of college football. We're seeing this earlier with the Georgia Southern ball carriers. They have decent speed, and uh, the BYU uh, defenders need to make sure they take good angles. Shotgun Sigelski, handoff Logan Wright, and Wright nowhere to go, maybe a yard upfield running off tackle left. Max Tooley the tackle, third down long for Georgia Southern. Third and six, they have to get to the 50-yard line. The ball's just shy of the 44. So the Cougars, a chance to get the ball back at that productive offense back out on the field. Hockey line change, or close to it. Four out, four in. The entire D-line is platooned. Four defensive linemen out, and four defensive linemen hit the field here in Statesboro. 14-3, BYU leading it. Third down and six, Georgia Southern at their own 44-yard line. Ball near hash. Eagles going right to left from our vantage point. Four receivers in the formation. Sigelski settles to throw. Now forced out to his left and throws complete. First down. BYU territory making the catch is Caleb Hood. And down to the 42 of BYU, given the 41-yard line. Another third down conversion for Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern 
three for six on third downs. Got to give some credit there to Sigelski, who's running against his arm, and he really threaded the needle. He didn't have a wide-open player. Isaiah Heron was in coverage, but as the play, as he scrambled against his arm to the left, his wide receiver took off in scramble drill, and Heron wasn't able to st keep step for step with him. Three for five on third downs, beg your pardon. Shotgun, split backs, option speed, option to the right is cut off as the throw goes seam and caught for a first down. 22-yard line, the catch made by Logan Wright. Georgia Southern's in scoring territory. Wide open on the seam, and a BYU player is down at midfield. A BYU defender, it's Lopa Leatawa, is on one knee and not coming to both feet. Georgia Southern, first drive, very effective, ended in a field goal. Second drive didn't do much. This next possession has them inside the BYU 25 to the 22-yard line. So Greg and, and Lopa runs off under his own power. I actually watched him because he did a stunt on that play. He tried to swim and got the a double. He got caught right in the middle of a swim move with a double team, and a Georgia Southern blocker put his helmet right in his uh, solar plexus. So mm -hmm. I, I think it was just a little bit of the wind knocked out of him there, hopefully. But you're right, Greg, on the seam pass, he goes from having to thread the needle on the previous third down to having a wide-open uh, runner down the seam after the option play action fake. <laughs> Sigelski's 4 for 4 for 59 yards right now throwing wow. it. Very efficient. They go pistol with a wing back. Swing screen left to Logan Wright. 25-20 15-12 it's near the 10 yard line. Give him 10 yards on the gain for another Georgia Southern first down. On first and 10 gain of 10. Move the sticks Georgia Southern red zone. The Eagles 22 of 27 in the red zone this year. 14 touchdowns, 8 field goals. They're at the 12-yard line of BYU. And Georgia Southern keeping pace with the Cougs right now. They'll probably want to let this play clock wind down. It's in their interest to shorten the game. 14 to 3, BYU the lead as they split wide left with Hood and right with Burgess. Shotgun, split backs, handoff, Jalen White. Spins around after shooting a gap at the 10. Gets to the 5, the 4, the 3. It's a gain of 9. Second and 1 for Georgia Southern to the BYU 3-yard line. 7 on, 7 on, Greg. This 3-7 and seven Georgia Southern team has had two very successful drives against BYU. Logan Wright will be the running back in the formation. Again, they go late in the clock. They're going to let this thing wind down. Give BYU's offense as few plays as possible. Again, this is the coastal formula to a T. And they've looked kind of coastal-esque on a couple of drives. Sigelski, gun. The give. C.J. Wright and almost untouched. Three yards into the end zone. Up the middle he goes. That was a smooth look at Saunter in for six. As it's 14-9 with the PAT pending from Georgia Southern. Their PAT formation is a wild one. It starts off with six players on the left side of the formation and one player in direct snap position, the punter, Anthony Beck. He will now back out of that and go to a knee for a traditional hold on the PAT try from Alex Rayner to make it 14-10. 10-17 to go till halftime. BYU's lead's been cut to five. PAT to make it four. It is up and good it is, a four-point game. BYU 14, Georgia Southern 10, timeout on the field. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 9 to 132 is the yardage tally in BYU's favor right now. Quarterback Connor Sigelski taking his first collegiate snaps. 
5 for 5, 69 yards. No touchdowns, no picks. Jaron Hall, 6 for 8, 106 yards. Touchdown, no picks. Both quarterbacks with current passer ratings over 200 in this game. Britton Williams will kick off for Georgia Southern. Back to return for BYU, Caleb Christensen and Jacob Boren. Last kickoff went short and forced it Boren to fall on a loose ball. 10-17 to go till halftime. Britton Williams approaches. They go onside. And Georgia Southern had it and then lost it. Now they've got it. Georgia Southern recovers the onside kick at the 42 of BYU. The Cougs had a shot, but it bounced away from a would-be returner. I think it was Kafusi. And Georgia Southern comes away with the onside kick, having made it a four-point game. Was there a flag down? The officials are having a conversation. I didn't see a I think they're discussing at one point a Georgia Southern player may have been out of bounds while touching it. The rolling on the field is a legal recovery by the kicking team. Game clock operator, please set the game clock to 10 minutes and 12 seconds. We'll start on my signal. So Georgia Southern makes a clean recovery of the onside. And first and 10 Eagles, and they'll say the 40-yard line is the spot. The ruling on the field is a legal recovery by the kicking team. The previous play is under further review. I'm telling you, Greg, there was a yeah, point there, during the fray. There was one player, number 17, for Georgia Southern, whose legs were out of bounds when he touched the ball in the field of play. Is that what you saw or something different? That, that is what I saw, Greg, and in that case, it would be BYU as he did not have full possession. At that point, it would be similar to as if the ball were kicked out of bounds and it would be BYU football. The safety, Mizell Williams was that player on the kickoff team that appeared to make contact with the ball with his feet out of bounds, which would make the ball out of bounds. So, Greg, I, I wouldn't say that they got caught off guard. That was their normal kickoff um, formation for Georgia State. and Georgia I, Southern. Or sorry, for Georgia Southern, thank you. And I watched the BYU front line. They didn't take off early. They all stayed to watch the ball off the foot. They just simply kicked a really you know, wonky squibber at that BYU front line, mm. and it caused problems for the recovery. The question will now be, was the player we're talking about, was he making contact with the ground out of bounds, or were his legs over the boundary while he was t touching the ball in the field of play? A lot to look at here, and that's what the officials are currently doing here in Statesboro. Headsets on, and video replay taking place uh, here in the press box area. William Bonet is the referee who has on the headset here in Statesboro. So the Eagles, 3-7 and seven on the year, interim coach, trailing BYU. Why not? Go onside. Yeah, the question will be, yeah, where were his feet and legs when making contact with the ball? And in a lot of ways, it's a tough one to call based on the just early view I got. Long conversation happening here. Notebook out. Maybe trying to set a line of scrimmage here. Let's see. I think our referee is ready to make the call. Let's discover what he has to say. After review, the kicking team player was out of bounds when he touched the ball. By rule, BYU will begin their possession at the 49-yard line. First down. Game clock operator, please set the game clock to 10-12. 
10-12 on the game clock, please. All right, they were setting the BYU line of scrimmage, and that's what was the ruling. Player out of bounds while touching the ball in the field of play. So, onside kick appeared to be recovered. But it will go to BYU on review, and the Cougars now take the field, a short field, a 51-yard field, leading it by a score of 14-10, 10-12 to go until halftime. Yeah, and Greg, huge break for the offense, um, or for this BYU team to get the ball back here to make a statement. When the defense gets the ball back, you mentioned that you were having some coastal flashbacks. They're going to have to figure it out because they've been, they've just looked confused on the defensive side. Hopefully they can get that dialed in. Pistol formation, Algier lowers the helmet into two tacklers five, four yards upfield. Gain of four, second and six. That was Mitchell Jurgens moments ago in the Zions Bank end zone. For banking that helps you game plan for life, Zions Bank is for you. Second down, six. Play fake. Right flat completion to Romney. Romney stiff arms to the 42. 43 is all on second and sixth gain of four on the short pass right flat. Third down and two for BYU. BYU has had just one third down. Third and one. It was a drop pass. They converted on fourth down. So 0 for 1 on third downs. Georgia Southern's already 3 for 5 on third downs. BYU from the Georgia Southern 43-and-a-half-yard line. A long two for BYU. Algier to the right hip of Jaron Hall, who awaits a shotgun snap from Connor Pay. Snap, Jaron. Quarterback keep to the right and didn't get there. He's easily two yards shy. It was a slow run to the right, and before you knew it, Hall was being tackled and kept shy of the line to gain. BYU's offense will stay on the field on a fourth down and two. That, that play gained maybe a half yard. It was, quarter, it was quarterback sweep, power sweep, so he was kind of being a little bit slow to get behind his blockers, but once you get to the line of scrimmage and point of contact, you really got to run with aggression, and that didn't happen there. Wake and Katoa in the eye. The toss right to Katoa. The throw back to Hall, who throws incomplete downfield to Isaac Rex. As Hall is down, he was hit as he threw, and he is hurt. He took a shot, and he's holding his ribcage. And he's going to slowly jog off the field, and now the concern is the health of Jaron Hall. <laughs> that slow developing play ended up seeing Hall set up to take a shot as he threw the ball and threw it short. And the throw to Hall was short anyway from Katoa, and another short throw to Rex, and the Cougars turn it over on downs. Greg, not that we need another Coastal Carolina, but what about a fourth down trick play, a failed attempt around midfield early in the first half? Like we needed another parallel to the Coastal Carolina game last last week. Uh, you mentioned the shot he took. Keep in mind, on a flea flicker situation like that, after you've handed the ball off, you lose roughing the passer protections. And so he was uh, he was fair game there, and the defender took made the most of it. And he was slow to get up and put a hand to his rib cage, and that's now the big worry here in Statesboro. Play fake, sprint to the right, throw back to the left, and it's incomplete. The first incompletion for Connor Sigelski. So has this game changed? The status of Jaron Hall becomes the primary concern. Certainly Mitchell Jurgens will update us as soon as he knows more. That was a toss right to Katoa. There's no foul for intentional grounding. There was an eligible receiver in the area. Second down. Toss right to Katoa. Throw back to Hall. Low throw that Hall handles almost off the turf. But then his throw is short to Rex. And Rex was wide open. But his throw was short as he was taking a shot in the side. And with the previous play is under further review for targeting. 
where would the targeting have come? On the quarterback, uh, on the Sigelski? hit on Sigelski, yeah. Okay. And it would have been one of those unfortunate ones because was it Thule, Greg, that put the hit on him? Yeah. yeah. Max Thule was the one that put the hit on him, and he it was a perfect form tackle into his chest yeah. sternum area, and it's one of those unfortunate ones that hopefully his helmet didn't slide up. No, it did not. I, I just saw the replay, and, oh, and it, okay. wasn't, it wasn't helmet to helmet at all. That was Good. a planted in the middle of the chest tackle, yeah. and the head, I think he was seeing what he was hitting. I don't think it was a crown of the helmet situation at all. I felt it was a, uh, a good form tackle into the chest of the quarterback. So timeout for the review with 8.25 to go until halftime. The game's slowing down after a very fast first quarter. 14, and we've had three or four reviews already in this game. 14 to 10, BYU leading it. They're reviewing for targeting. Well, and Greg, quick update on Jaron Hall. So um, he, he is on the sidelines standing next to one of the medical doctors. It doesn't appear that it's going to be serious. Baylor Romney still has his uh, orange penny on, so it, he's not getting loose. Um, it appears that Jaron will at least come in um, after, on this next drive. After review, personal foul, targeting, defense, number 31, is in the crown of the helmet. 15-yard huh. penalty, automatic, first down. Okay, they say the helmet was lowered enough to where Number it's targeting. Number 31 is disqualified. And now BYU finds it. If you were to talk about the Cougars' top three linebackers coming into the year, it would have been Peely, Wilgar, and Thule. None of those guys are playing in this game as of now. Peely out for the season, Wilgar out for the season, and Thule out for this game on targeting. Logan Wright is the tailback. Number 31. I, that, the interpretation of that rule has gotten out of control, Greg. Sorry. I'll save my rant for some other time, but that was ridiculous. The head wasn't raised enough on the tackle of the quarterback as the handoff to C.J. Wright. No, it ends up being a keeper by Sigelski. Sigelski ends up falling ahead for five on first down and ten. So the pull away from Wright, the keeper from Sigelski, second down and five for Georgia Southern at the BYU 37. The pace of this game kind of crawling a little bit right now, yet it's in Georgia Southern's favor with BYU leading at 14 to 10. 7, 4.55 to play until halftime. This game's been going for not quite yet an hour. And it's been a pretty fast moving, even with the reviews. They're in pistol. First down and more for CJ Wright, uh, for Logan Wright. Wright, right up the middle for a gain of eight on second and five. A tackle by Bywater. One of the first rules of offensive play calling is if ever a starter or a key uh, player on the opponent gets taken out, you attack that area of the field. So if it's a cornerback, you throw at the newcomer. In that case, the heart of the defense where Morgan Piper has now come in and replaced Max Tooley, they ran right at him and were able to gash him. Piper and Bywater are now the linebackers as BYU will be in a 4-2-5 most of the day with Nickel. Amari Jones takes the direct snap, runs through tackles to the 15, to the 12, the 11-yard line. An 18-yard gain to Amari Jones, the wide receiver lining back at the quarterback spot, and tackles were being shed all the way down the field. Georgia Southern could take a lead on this possession. They're down to the 11-yard line of BYU. Logan Wright remains in. Sigelski checks back in. So Georgia Southern mixing things up at the quarterback spot today. Down to their third-string quarterback. He's been good. The wide receivers have been taking quarterback snaps have been good. Georgia Southern's been good and is nearly outgaining BYU in this game and maybe outscoring him, them momentarily. We shall see. Sigelski, pistol, the hand clap, 
The give to Wright, and Wright again gets six, seven yards downfield before contact and takes it all the way in for the touchdown. An 11-yard touchdown run. Georgia Southern goes on top of BYU 16-14 with the PAT pending. Georgia Southern in the lead here in Statesboro. Again, they open their PAT formation with a broken formation. Six to the left, two to the right, three over the ball. And the one in a position to receive the snap is back. He won't take that snap. He'll go to his knee and Rainer for the PAT as the rest of the formation moves in to set up a traditional look. Georgia Southern with a PAT goes up three. We'll see. On the swing of the leg from Alex Rainer. The snap, the hold, the kick on its way. It is good. Georgia Southern scored... 14 in a row to lead 17 to 14. Everything was going BYU's way until the trick play. We're taking a break. 6.25 to go until halftime. Georgia Southern 17, BYU 14 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Well, BYU led the game 14 to 3, now trailed the game 17 to 14. Tyler Algier is averaging seven yards a carry today, but did not get a touch on third and two or fourth and two. Neither of those plays worked the way they were intended. BYU turned the ball over on downs, and Georgia Southern took that good fortune for the Eagles and turned it into a lead of 17 to 14. 6.25 to go till halftime. Britton Williams will kick off. Caleb Christensen deepest for BYU. Jacob Boren also back there. BYU football brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen have been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Siegfried and Jensen. Learn more at SiegfriedandJensen.com as the kickoff will go deep into the end zone. Touchback BYU 25-yard line. First and 10 Cougars playing from behind now. So, Greg, coming out after the failed trick play on the fourth down, a couple of things happened there. Uh, The third down call, obviously, but prior to that, the um, Gunnar Romney got a little bit too cute after catching a hitch pass and actually lost a couple yards. BYU needs to not try and get... For the go for the big home run play, but rather keep everything as positive, physical, and put the pressure on the Georgia Southern def- defense on every play they can. BYU is being outgained by Georgia Southern. Jaron Hall stays in the game, by the way, shaking off the hit. He goes deep for Gunnar Romney. Romney has an eye on the ball and makes the catch at the 30-yard line of Georgia Southern. BYU first down. A 45-yard completion. Jaron Hall to Gunnar Romney right down the middle between the hashes, and the Cougs are back in business. Yeah, Georgia Southern, again, does not have a safety deep. They had inverted box help to stop against Tyler Algier, and they made him pay. Cougars go tempo. Jaron Hall sprints out to the right, looking to throw on the run, and throws it for Romney, throws it out of out of bounds, threw it away into the team area. We'll call that Hall to Romney completion. Our connection of the game presented by Renaissance Ranch. Building connections for life. Connection of the game, 45 yards. They give it 47 officially. Hall to Gunnar Romney. BYU now second and 10 at the Georgia Southern 28-yard line. Ball far hash. BYU left to right as we see it and you hear it. Jaron Hall in the game. Tyler Algier to his right hip. Been a while since an Algier touch. 
Takes the handoff, does Algier. Sidestepping, shaking off tacklers, lowering the helmet. That's a typical Tyler run right there for five yards. Five good yards from Algier. Maybe six. We'll see where the spot ends up. It'll be third down either way for BYU. The one thing the Cougs have not done is convert a third down yet today. They had a third and one miss and a third and two miss. Now those are downs you expect to convert, the third and shorts. And BYU's been good at that till today. So third down from the 23-yard line. Third and five officially. Hmm. Hall, swing screen, Puka makes the catch and does not get the first down. Flag flies. Was Samson holding on the edge? Yep, that's probably going to push it back even further on a hold. Now, will George Southern take the result of the play or the penalty? And a BYU player is yeah, down. Yeah, it's Puka. There was oh, an awkward. No. So uh, the initial tackler came in on his leg. He was fighting for extra yards. Holding his right hip, it looks like. Yep. And I believe it was a hip injury that took him out in camp this year. If I'm not mistaken. Oh, no. Puka Nakua is down on his chest and not getting up. A third down and five officially. And it went swing screen left for Puka. Did not get the first down. And as he went down, he was hurt and stays down. There's no foul for holding on the play. Fourth down. Timeout for an injured player. So wave off the flag. And with 5-10 to go until halftime, Puka Nakua remains down, not getting up. And he has been an absolute revelation for BYU. Now he's helped to his feet and slowly... Coming to the sideline. Can he continue? Can he be available for USC? Holding his right hip. Uh, gingerly walking off. Already down Neil Pau'u to lose Puka Nakua as well. James Empey, Harris Lachance, Campbell Barrington, other offensive starters on the sideline. BYU, a fourth and four, will try and tie the game with a field goal. And this will be a 34-yard try from the left hash for the right-legged kicker, Jake Oldroyd. Oldroyd 7 for 11 on his field goals. A left hash snap. Hold by Rico. Kick on its way. And it is through for three. BYU squares the game at 17. 4.56 to go until halftime. We're taking a break. We're all tied here in Statesboro on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Time for another Pigskin Scoring Summary brought to you by your Utah Pork Producers. Utah Pork Producers proudly supporting Cougar families by producing healthy, nutritious pork for your dinner table. Real pork raised by real Utah farmers for real Cougar fans like you. For more information on real pork, visit pork.org. BYU goes five plays, 53 yards, 129 off the clock. It ends in a 39-yard Jake Oldroyd field goal to tie the game at 17. BYU... Top 10 nationally in third down conversions is 0 for 3 on third downs here at Georgia Southern. Missing on third and 1, third and 2, and third and 5. Last third down miss brought BYU to a field goal try. Good from Oldroyd who kicks off to Caleb Hood. Hood, the run up, catch at 11-yard line. Runs between the hashes. And is tackled outside the 20-yard line. Left hash. Given the 22. First down and 10 for Georgia Southern. Well, the Cougars find themselves in a football game. And they were up 14-3. Riley up 14-3. There's a chance to really assert yourself. 
And instead, they couldn't stop the Eagles on a long drive. And then a turnover on downs led to the Eagles' next touchdown drive. I don't want to question every play call or, or decision there, but on that, you mentioned the long drive where Georgia Southern was able to score to make it 14-10. to 10. BYU actually switched out of their 4-2-5 into a three-man. They kind of went with a 3-5-3 look, and that was when Georgia Southern really established the run. Quarterback Sigelski hands off to Logan Wright, and Wright just involves himself in a pile pusher to the right for a gain of three. And the clock is at 4.40 to go until halftime. This game's been going for an hour and 10 minutes. It'll be one of the quicker first halves we've seen, and certainly by design if you're Georgia Southern. Now that you're in the game, it behooves them even more to let more time run off the play clock and not snap until late in clocks. You're trying to shorten the game and stage the upset, and you're right in the game. You're 17-17 with the number 14 CFP team in the country. And the play clock is not yet to 10. And we wait, we wait, and we wait for the snap. Now the snap at 7. Handoff middle on 2nd and 7 to Logan Wright. And Logan again just runs into a mess of bodies for a short gain. Maybe a yard, maybe two. 3rd down and 5 coming up for Georgia Southern. The clock's under 4 minutes to go until halftime. 17-17. BYU's out gaining Georgia Southern. 220 to 179. BYU has fewer first downs than Georgia Southern. 13 for the Eagles to 9 for BYU. Possession time is more than 2-1 to one in Georgia Southern's favor, and that's another Coastal Carolina component from last year's upset. Sigelski in the gun. The hand clap. It's going to throw. Screen. Caught low by Burgess. No, didn't get there. To the left flat, Derwin Burgess Jr. makes the catch on the screen, but too much traffic, and BYU forces the punt. Rolling the clock the will roll. Was the receiver's knee was down when he caught the ball. Fourth down. Okay, so and he barely got beyond where he did catch it with the knee down. So fourth down either way, and it'll be under three minutes to play in the first half when the offense gets the ball back with all three timeouts remaining. Hobbs Nyberg is back to receive the Anthony Beck offering. Just the second Georgia Southern punt of the day. The knuckler is away, and it'll bounce out of bounds between the 40 and 30-yard line of BYU. First down and 10 Cougars with 2.44 to go on the first half clock. So Georgia great. Southern and BYU, Riley tied at 17. Yes. I was just going to point out, I'm looking at total plays for BYU, 24. Seven of those have been handoffs to Tyler Algier, who has seven carries for 46 yards. You, whether you go back two drives ago on the fourth down or pass, you know, getting yourself in a third and five and doing a, a swing screen that isn't part of your core offense, I would not be surprised to see if we get heavy doses of Tyler Algier. Every time this offense has gotten into a funk this season, they've gone back to the well that is Tyler Algier, and it's gotten them going again. Tyler Algier's gone over 2,500 yards in his BYU career. Play fake, straight back drop for Hall. Hall avoids a hit as he goes to an open man downfield. Keanu Hill makes the catch and takes a hit. What a grab at the 20-yard line of Georgia Southern. Keanu Hill. Waiting for the ball to arrive, makes the catch and took a hit and hangs on to set up BYU in the red zone, first down and 10. And Keanu goes to his sideline and his boys are pumping him up. I tell you what, Craig, 
so that ball was underthrown. Kiana was was streaking wide open down the field, had to stop and come back to the ball because it was underthrown, and was staring down the Georgia Southern defender in hot pursuit. And the instant that he caught the ball, he was absolutely leveled by the Georgia Southern defender but held on. Tremendous play. And flags, maybe a false start for BYU. It is false start Cougars on first and 10. False start, offense, number 83, five-yard penalty, first down. BYU's second penalty of the day. The first was the targeting that got Max Tooley kicked out. The catch by Keanu Hill goes as our new skin, beautiful catch of the game presented by new skin. Discover the best you. Well, and with all the injuries at the, the receiver position, Keanu Hill's really come alive the last couple weeks. He's going to be a, a key playmaker, hopefully for the rest of this game, but the rest of the season as he's been a big target for Jaron. First and 15. Jaron Hall, shotgun, play fake. They throw in the left flat to... Mason Wake, who came across the formation and took it as a screen for a gain of two, maybe three to the left side before he's knocked out of bounds. Mitchell Juergens moments ago in the Zions Bank end zone for banking that helps you game plan for life. Zions Bank is for you. Puka Nakua's day may be done. We hope his near future is not done in terms of availability the rest of the way. Keanu Hill's taken his spot. It's Hill, Samson Nakua, and Gunnar Romney. Already no Neil Pau'u and now no Puka Nakua. The top two receivers for BYU this year have been shelved. Pistol, Algier behind Hall. And again, flags and again, false start. Mason 140, Wake. 1.41 to go till halftime. BYU with its second false start on the drive, both after BYU got to the 20-yard line on the big Hall to Hill reception. Now there's a talk about it. Well, Mason Wake was adamant, pardon me, Greg, yeah. was adamant that the defense is simulating the snap count, that they are barking out the signals, and that's what the refs are discussing. False start. Offense, number 71, five-yard penalty, second down. Second consecutive opponent to get BYU to jump on disconcerting signals. Idaho State, the FCS team, did it to success. 17-17, 1.41 to go till halftime. Cougs all their timeouts left. 17 all game, a second and 13 for BYU back at the 23 of Georgia Southern. Trips to the right. Hall screens it to Algier, right side, 30-25, hops through a tackle down to the 20-yard line. It'll be a gain of three, third down and 10. And the clock rolls to 125 here in the first half. <laughs> 21-yard line the spot. So third down, 11 now for BYU. The Cougs have yet to convert a third down, and now they face a third and 11 at the 21 of Georgia Southern in a tie ball game. 105 to play till halftime. Jaron Hall sets up in the gun. BYU white jerseys, white pants, royal blue helmet as Hall calls for the snap, takes it at his chest, settles in a clean pocket. Timing pattern for Hill, and it's too far for him, incomplete in the end zone. Fourth down and waiting to see the field goal unit trot on to give BYU a lead with 52 seconds to go. And here comes Old Royd and the field goal team. So to go in front, 20 to 17, Field goal unit on, but a disappointment after getting first and 10 at the Georgia Southern 20. They ran the sluggo pattern there, Greg. It's, I wonder uh, how much, well, I just sluggo pattern versus a cornerback who's 10 yards off is not going to give you your best chance for success on a third and 11. Right hash kick. A 38-yard field goal try from Oldroyd. Splits the uprights. It's through for three. BYU 
goes back in front by a score of 20 to 17. 46 seconds to go until halftime. Once BYU got to the 20-yard line, the next three plays lost a yard. That includes a couple of false starts. It was 4th and 11 on that field goal try. So, BYU goes in front by three. Time for another Utah Pork Producers Pigskin scoring summary for every Cougar point scored this season. Smithfield Foods and your Utah Pork Producers will donate delicious, nourishing protein to the Utah Food Bank for families in need. Real pork raised by real Utah farmers for real Utah families in need. Visit porkcares.org. BYU's field goal drive, five plays, 43 yards, 154 off the clock. That's two five-play drives, ending in not touchdowns, but field goals for BYU to go from down 17-14 to leading 20-17. to The Cougars' first two touches were touchdowns, then a turnover on downs, and then two field goals to give the Cougs a three-point lead. Georgia Southern gets the ball back here in the final minute of half number one. Kicking off is Oldroyd. Caleb Hood is back to return for Georgia Southern. Oldroyd, a sidewinder, out of bounds. Huh. Don't see that too often from Jake Oldroyd, but that was a miss hit. So the out of bounds kickoff will set Georgia Southern up at the 35 yard line. Jacob Oldroyd did not have a kickoff out of bounds this year until right there. Kick out of bounds. Kicking team. By rule, the ball is placed at the 35-yard line. First down, Georgia Southern. Of course, Georgia Southern run heavy, but Sigelski is officially 6 for 6 for 67 yards. And, Greg, we've already seen an onside kick. We've seen a wildcat formation that we haven't seen to this point in the season. I don't know that now's the time you pull out a trick play, but... Georgia Southern is not going to go down easy. BYU defense needs to be very disciplined. Four wides. Play fake option keeper to Sigelski. He's hemmed in and brought down at the far sideline. I'm not sure that anyone will call timeout here. 36 seconds to go. Sigelski slow to get up. Nope, no, your pardon. That's the, uh, I guess the tight end. It is. And it'll be an injury Hancock. timeout. Yeah. So Chase Hancock, and now they're going to stop the clock for the injury with 27 seconds to go until halftime. Chase Hancock, the tight end, is just five yards from the sideline, but it's the opposite sideline. He can't get off the field. Yeah, he got rolled up on pretty good on that tackle of Sigelski. I'm not sure what more we would, we, would, we would have seen this half other than maybe another handoff for Georgia Southern to end the half. And now Sigelski, this will be a long delay as he goes to his back and will not be able to get time off the field. For an injured player, Georgia Southern, they have elected to take their first time out to avoid the 10-second runoff. It is 30 seconds. Well, BYU Fan Smiths has all your fresh game day grilling and tailgating favorites, and when you shop today, you can get free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Just order from the app or at Kroger.com and make your game day great. Smiths, fresh for everyone. 20-17, BYU leading Georgia Southern here in Statesboro. Really quick first quarter and a pretty slow second quarter as Hancock's being helped off the field, putting little to no weight on his left ankle. So 20-point first half, not bad for BYU. But the uh, third down failures is the glaring stat of the first half. 0 for 4 on third downs. And again, BYU came in ranked 10th nationally in third down conversion percentage. Georgia Southern, conversely, 74th in third down defense. 
Sigelski will settle to throw on a second down and 10 and throws short for his intended target. Amari Jones on the left side. 22 seconds now. The clock will stop. BYU might get the ball back here. Now if the Eagles don't convert here, BYU might call a timeout, but not sure BYU wants to risk anything late, but certainly they'd have the chance to. 22 seconds, and Georgia Southern just stopped the clock on their own on the incompletion. Third and 10 at their own 35-yard line. If nothing else, Greg, you force them to punt and uh, go after it. Maybe you get a block more than any kind of offensive strategy and getting the ball back. Sigelski, and there was all kinds of movement. False start for Georgia Southern. First penalty of the game against Georgia Southern. Offense, number 72, five-yard penalty, third down. And uh, the news not good for Puka Nakua. He's headed to the locker room early, and what a loss that would be with important games left to play and maybe kind of a must-win at USC to stay in the New Year's Six mix without your most exciting wide receiver, maybe. We'll see. We can't speculate now, but his day may be done. Handoff on third and ten, and Jalen Wright is stopped for a, well, would be stopped for a loss. Now he is driven back. Caden Hawes put the final pop on after Batty and Hanneman couldn't finish him off, and the timeout is called. So twelves. BYU, they're first. It is 30 seconds. Please reset the game clock to 14 seconds. 14 seconds on the game clock, please. The half would have ended had BYU not called timeout there. But, Greg, you see all the positives that could potentially. So the ball's on the 28 right now. You've got to snap it back. You think about a shank that could get you within a shot of the end zone. You think I'm sure BYU's going to go all after this, try and block this. They blocked a punt last week. And, by the way, Georgia Southern had a block punt had a punt blocked for a touchdown last week against Texas State. So I, I like the call here to force them to line up and kick it deep. Uh, worst case scenario for BYU is they, they kick you deep and you kneel out the half and come out and play a second half. So 20-17, to 17, BYU leading it. 14 seconds to go till halftime. Timeout's been called. Anthony Beck has to get it away. Hobbs Nyberg is back to return. Beck awaits inside his 15-yard line. No block. Sky high. And fair catch called for by Hobbs at the BYU 26-yard line. Seven seconds to go until halftime. BYU will get at least one more offensive snap. And the Cougs should hit halftime with the lead. BYU outgaining Georgia Southern here in the first half by nearly 100 yards but by a single field goal on the scoreboard. BYU snapped only 28 plays here in the first half. And that's right in line with what Georgia Southern would want BYU to have done. The Cougs are averaging, believe it or not, 10 yards per play in this game with a couple of big plays included. 10 yards per play to Georgia Southern's five. That's a one-score game, a field goal game. Shotgun snap to Hall. Hall throws underneath to Romney. Gunnar Romney makes the catch with three and with two, with one, will be tackled, will not be able to lateral, the half is over. Halftime score, BYU 20, Georgia Southern 17. Teams making their way to the locker room. Let's head down to field level. We will momentarily, and Mitchell Jurgens will be chatting with Kalani Sataki as he makes his way off the field. I'll be curious to know if Kalani already gets a sense of what's up with Puka Nakua. as he left the game injured. 
besides 0 for 4 on third downs, the worst news to come out of the first half. Mitchell with Kalani. Coach, um, up just three points. You also saw, not sure if you have anything to update on the Puka Nakua injury. Um, I haven't heard yet. I guess I still got, got to talk to him, but, you know, we have to just plan on if he's not be able to go. But, uh, you know, Keanu's doing a good job filling in. Uh, we just got to get the ball back to our offense and let them let them put points on the board. That's what we need done in the second half. Yeah, your offense is, is 0 for 4 on third downs. What do you want to see change to improve the efficiency there? Well, I mean, I think offense will, give, will be fine. We just we had the uh, two false starts. Uh, they're saying their defense is saying set go, so obviously we can't do that. But uh, it doesn't matter unless the ref hears us. So hopefully we get that fixed. But if not, then we'll go on first down and just see if we can just put some points on them. Nice coach. Appreciate it. All right, Kalani and Mitch, halftime recap is next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.